Lane is leaves, Rick Conspire, and the right hand lane is Rick with the big Conspire, and they're off. That's it. Hello. Um, what was we right? Was we racing a car or on a horse? I thought we were, I thought we were on horses. The I don't like, they don't do that. They don't do that noise. Okay. We'll find out at the end who won. If you stick, stick around to the end, you'll find out who won. Not me, obviously, because this horse has got lung, chest lung. How's it going, man? Chest lung. I'm all right. How are you? I'm right. We're a big conspire. That's it. You don't need anything else. I'm He's Rick. I've um, uh, got my super cool sun, sun glasses on. That doesn't help if people are listening. Because I've had... It doesn't help blind people either. Or something like that. What do you mean it doesn't help people. people are listening? It doesn't help deaf people either. I've just told them. i just told them I've got sunglasses on now. They can just use their imaginations. Ooh. Their furtive imaginations about what... Why. About Rick with sunglasses on. I'm also naked. How do you feel about mm-hmm. that? True. Not, I'm not I'm naked from the from the from the, from the head from, down. <laughs> I'm naked from the ankle up, but other than that, it's all good. So um yeah man, it's hot here. It's hot in the UK. It's like twenty two degrees or something. We can't have that. <laughs> You're melting. <laughs> <22 degrees. laughs> I don't know, what is it like twenty seven? It's hot anyway, it's warm. Um, it's warm with yeah. it when you haven't got air conditioning. We are exactly we don't do that in the UK. We have windows. That's it. No fucking air. We've got fans that blow hot air around the house. That's about it. Uh, it, it builds up, doesn't it? Like it, it's like when it gets when summer comes. We didn't we didn't have summer last year? It didn't happen. But this year we've had summer. When it comes, it's like it's hot, and then but your house isn't necessarily. Ooh, and then it kind of your your house just accumulates heat and it yeah, just stores they're, it. They're built that way, aren't they? Yeah, uh, to hold keep heat. heat in. Yeah. So by like after a couple of weeks of sort of nice sunny weather, your fucking house is. When you go in your bedroom. It's like being in a another hot. You feel yeah. like you're in Hansel and Gretel and the oh, little God. old ladies ask you to get in the oven. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. Like, it's just, uh, but obviously, yeah, shit. I'm sure there, there, there are a lot of other countries with shit hot weather. I'm not moaning about the nice weather. I'm moaning that I'm hot. I'm not even moaning. I'm just telling you how it is. I'll explain you why I'm naked, basically. It's nothing okay. to do with the six, six double vodkas I've had already. No, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. No, I, 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 have, I think it's my, I'm my second one, but I, pour, I get a measuring thing. I measure myself out of double vodka and I'm just like, I just pour more in because double vodka. Oh, like on... <laughs> we call it a hunt measure. Uh, don't know why my phone did that. Anyway, yeah, cool. So what's happening, man? Nothing. What's uh, well, got here? Any... You're talking to you. Yeah, we're, we're, the, again, we're, we're in the world. We're, we're the biggest conspire. We're, uh, we're the biggest conspire. Um, yeah, we just, I don't know. We just do what we do. How's life been treating you, bro? All right. It's just normal gone really quick i mean i was on holiday a couple of weeks ago and it's complete you know like you go on holiday and then it's just it, it's like it doesn't even exist it's like it never existed i'm like when's my holiday what the it's fuck's that out. about i couldn't work out whether i'd been off work this week but it was last week i had a couple of days off work i, I seriously i'm like i'm thinking was i in was i in monday well i was i've had a whole week two weeks it's like bloody hell it's just like it's going really quickly relentless relentless 
this is relentless and um yeah it's just work and it's really oh god there we go moaning again moaning again why do i feel hot because i've got sunglasses on it's ridiculous it's like it's making my face yeah. hot it's trapping the heat from your eyeballs bounces back my, into your head it makes my my energy changes like change ways changing my personality putting sunglasses on now i'm sort of a different person take them off i'm rick without sunglasses what's all that about i don't know weird uh what was you saying yeah nothing nothing just working it's just going like really quickly busy hot sweaty work we're doing um i've encountered no nothing. aliens and i ask me that I've, I've had no i got like to recall nothing alien. anything happened anything anything spiritual anything did you have any meaningful dreams i don't recall because no, it's gone so quick i mean i don't don't think no i haven't nothing no i otherwise i'd tell you wouldn't i you know i tell you the slightest bit meaningful meaningless, meaningful <laughs> just tell me if you remember the dream you'd I, be like yeah, yeah this is meaningful i, I sure had a tea with a frog yeah that's not meaningful that's just a dream i had one when i was fell off oh actually very strange before this submarine went missing i'd one. i did i had a dream that there was this round like round boat i'm gonna just i'm just gonna make i'm gonna make my dream fit the submarine narrative okay and it was like it was con like a concurve like you know like a, it was round like that and it was a boat and i was trying to get on it and i kept falling off this because it was all slippery and it was speeding up and i couldn't get back on the boat i'd fallen off the side of this boat i remember you telling me about that yeah yeah so oh did i tell maybe i spoke about it last week did i which I was before the, before the submarine so. went missing but it was definitely a it was a water dream like it was um yeah definitely yeah. but it was before this um i mean i don't know what has entered but it, now think about it the actual shape of the boat was like an upside down submarine how strange is that mm. well even it wasn't even like an upside down submarine it's like a surface submarine which i couldn't climb onto hey. interesting doesn't really mean anything doesn't mean it doesn't, doesn't help anybody help does it anyone, not, no not at all doesn't help anybody at all um yeah, but that's Cap it. Captain Hindsight, you can say, hmm, maybe I was picking up on something in the future. It was um, a, f a family of four got killed by their own family in my mum's town just down the road. Okay. They, they were, you, know, you know about that, don't you? Yeah. yeah they, uh, two adults and two children, basically. The, 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 well, you said it, family four got killed by their own family. Oh, no, no. They, it was like a murder-suicide thing. Yeah. Which, that, I mean... I, um, What's that got to do with an upside down boat? Nothing at all, but. Unless they got crushed under a boat. I'm, I'm claiming demonic um, possession. Oh, okay, yeah. We've got a family WhatsApp group, which I obviously lots of times when people say stuff, I like to annoy, yeah. annoy my family by putting in things. They said, oh, what could make a, a normal family man kill their children? I just put demonic possession. I just heard the, the silence. No one said anything to that. Obviously, they thought I was right. They want to argue with me. Yeah. They do. Yeah, I mean, it's the obvious choice. Pretty much, yeah. Hmm. I couldn't think of anything. Oh, that's a strong drink. Bloody hell. Pink <laughs> uh, stripper. Um, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's it. That's yeah, my I, got life. Things. I think I should have remembered my dream from last night. I feel like I should remember it, but I can't. I did. Um, I don't know. I, just, I was listening to. Which isn't helpful for anybody, is it? I should have no, just kept my oh, mouth shut and said nothing. Like, I can't. I had a dream last night. I can't remember it. Did you? No. You know when you wake up in the morning, you think, "Oh, I should really need to remember that," and then because it feels like it should have been important, I can't remember it. Yeah, you often get that, don't you? Like it's like it's almost you wake up and it's on the tip of your tongue, like almost. 
Well, I've, I've, I've had a bit of, I've been having deja vu quite a bit, and even like n names and people that I feel that like I've known. It, it's a whole sort of thing. It wasn't even deja vu. It was like without the actual deja vu flashback. It was like very that's um, dimension shifting. It's like that it is, before, it? didn't I? Yeah. Like when you I've know you've for done, ages. Yeah, you know it, you... it's not deja vu. It's like almost no. the same. Yeah. And you know you've. Yeah. Yeah. This switching. It's, it's when you switch dimensions. We, we established that, didn't we? That I'd. Um, yeah, you've dimensions. been you've been changing dimensions. How's oh. your wife? How's your other wife from right the other dimension? Yeah, all oh, fitted yeah. in nicely. Yeah, pretty much. She only has it up for like an hour usually with me, and then it's right. <laughs> yeah. not Yeah. Not like normal, horrible women. She's all right. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. We're going on to what we're going yeah, on wherever, to. Yeah, wherever you want to. We've got nothing. nothing. Spiritual, nothing like that's happened. I started doing my. Uh, I started. I, I stopped doing my. I used to wake up in the morning and do my my tarot card for the day, or yeah. for any particular things. And I've, I've I stopped. Now I've started doing it again. Literally just the last couple of days. Why did I you stop? I just. I think I went on holiday and just stopped. I, I just, okay. <laughs> and I just no. I decided that it I was, was going to. No, no. I'm. 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 Um. I'm cleansing some spiritual. Um. Um, creating. I'm I'm trying to clear space for future magic or enterprises because I'm not sure what I've got stacked up in the astral plane and all that stuff. So I'm just trying to disassociate myself so that I can jump you know on you a bit. Really, of... really, really need to do. I'm not sure. Get rid of the energy that's dedicated to that servitor, <laughs> that parking servitor that's still bothering about out there. <laughs> yeah, well, I have, haven't I? I've, 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 I was going to. Um, no, Rick, I'm not sure you have. Well, sometimes I'm like. Um, I, think he, I think he's out there now in the world. Well, he's an well, entity. He's allowed to be. Drawing on your energy. He's my energy. He's got his own. It's, it's all yours, bro. Give him free will to use anybody else's energy that he feels they need to. Okay. Still. Anyway, but just distract me then. What was I, what was I saying? Oh, you cleansing your auras or something? Yeah, we're not really. Yeah, kind yeah, of. You're having an enema. You're having a home enema. And the spiritual enema. I'm just thinking because I, I've done lots of uh, money, lots of money and um, creative things to happen with sigils and like so much shit. So it must have been like big stacked up. It's slowly going. You know, like when it, I don't know if I talked about this last week or whatever. I'll talk to you about this. You did. But um, like, it's like I think if you know, like if you've got a printer, sometimes you, you print stuff, it doesn't come through and you check on your thing. It's like in the queue. Yeah. All my shit's queued up in the astral plane just trying to filter through. I'm doing all right. I mean, I think it's it possibly worked. And I'm not like one a lot or anything like that, but it seems to, um, you know, I'm, I'm positive. But I've, I think I might be able to work some magic that's not stacked up. I think it may be clear. So whatever I do, We'll have a positive. I don't know if this is a thing, but if you believe it, then you don't have it. How can you be on my podcast, Big Conspire podcast, and not think well, that, it's a that's thing? the point of us both being here. One of us believes it all, and the other one feel, maybe doesn't. I feel like you've done a bit of a circle because you went full, full believing everything. Now you're coming like a bit no, never. skeptical. You never believe stuff. Well, you always got to be skeptical, haven't you? Yeah, you're definitely skeptical. Yeah. Well, you're like. No, I stacking up I'm... your, your yeah, cleansing, no, no. you're stacked up. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm whatever you've been doing. Some more. 
Okay. Like it just about not, and I'm yeah, just I'm trying to like blindside the universe. It doesn't know I'm, 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 I'm sneaking up on the astral. I think it knows you're there. Well, as you've already done it, as it all everything happens entirely all at the same time, there is no you can't surprise it because it already happened and is happening and will happen and but, hasn't happened all at the same it time. What has been, what will be, has been, or whatever, isn't it? Yeah. What, what will be? But how how can you sneak up and blindside it? Yeah, no, no, I have to tell myself I'm an infinite being of immortal light, and this is already happened. I'm just having a human experience when stuff's annoying me. Okay. You know, like when traffic or whatever. <laughs> They're the big things in life for annoying you. Uh, no, the you, big you know, things. Big thing. well, just no, because the little things annoy you. Don't you? And you think, yeah. And then you go, what's the point of being annoyed about the, the little things? Sort of oh, thing. yeah, but I'm generally not. I think I may be soulless. Yeah. Okay. What's going on? <laughs> He's been his favorite dog. I just told him, I'm doing a podcast. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, ben. You right. can join in if you want. <laughs> Bless yeah, him. Join in. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah, so that's that. Okay. That's so, it. So, you're um, cleansing your psychic auras and. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just feel I'm getting, I'm getting ready. Okay. I think. Getting ready I for think, something big. I think so. Still waiting for something big to happen, also. Like anywhere. So we've kept. Uh, aren't you, you know, not meant to be waiting, though? Aren't you meant to be making it happen? Yeah, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about them, you know, the, on the big scheme of geo geopolitical stuff. Uh, Rian, you talked about this that the people started putting reports out about the American military deployed in American cities and shit like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how. I mean, apparently, there's a big um, National Guard. There's a big National Guard operate, what to call it? exercise yeah. to do with um, a natural disaster you know like a disaster and, they, and so they had to that's that was the official thing i think apparently and it was that means it's going to be a big natural disaster yeah because they're all not natural uh big national disaster so, okay. so it, was to, it was to do with a nuclear power plant i think i think i believe it's to do with might be wrong well you know because there's lots of different people talking about different stuff so yeah. i don't know what is the right what is the right what point it Room. is there was reports because there was helicopters, people filming helicopters. You go on to Twitter or whatever, and it was like, oh, this is happening. You read the comments and other people saying, well, this happens around the all the time. There's a military base like 20 miles away. We'll see an helicopters flying around. So you never know who to believe. But then there was reports from the UK with similar sort of things where, yeah. you know, military helicopters landing in places where or flying over places they don't normally go. I don't know. I'm pretty sure... Um... Oh, no, not, not pretty sure. I know. I, I get I, the area that I work in, I get quite a lot of Chinooks flying over. And um, I've seen a couple of um, patchy gunships. It's like completely random. Obviously, there must be, it must be from Norfolk. Not, uh, yeah, Norfolk, the airbase, isn't it? I'm presuming. I think they're from there. Are you, what? It's only across well, it's the outside of the airport. Equipment there, do they? Oh, is it, what was it then? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Windsor? Maybe <laughs> I don't You've know. Got a clue. I don't know. Just so, so you know, I get that quite a bit. Sort of being you know, Chinooks, Chinooks flying over double Chinooks. I think um, Zelensky flew over me when he we came to the UK. I think there's so, like a secret underground base in the middle of the Thames. They open it up and they fly out. The middle of the Thames, Sunbury on Thames. Yeah, yeah. wicked. It just right. you know, like the Thunderbirds where the the swimming pool would open. It's like that in the middle of the Thames, uh, awesome. and then the Chinooks fly out. 
in oh, the deep I've, underground I've, base there. I just watched a food bar on Netflix with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, I saw some of that. It's really enjoyable. Like quite, I thought it was funny. You know, like just shit but yeah. funny, stupid. But they they go go into this big underground base. You know, like they go for a car wash or something like that into their CIA whatever fuck yeah. it is. I said to my wife because watch, I said that's real. You know, like, they've got those. Yeah, whatever. It's like, but I'm being serious. You know, they've got them like everywhere in America, all over the place, everywhere. They're everywhere, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Well, tunnels connecting the world. Exactly, yeah, something like I'm that. not sure how those tunnels work because of if there's tectonic plate activity, how do the tunnels still match up if the plates are moving? Silence. I don't know. I don't know. Can't. Well, maybe, it, well, that's silly. It's like saying, well, I don't cities fall down. No, it isn't anything like that. As above, so below, it's still the same thing. Well, no, it's a physical, if there's a physical tunnel going between like across two tectonic plates and the plates are moving what even a, a little road? bit what if there's a road yeah but it's got to be really it's got to be at, it's not, if they're not at that depth for the tectonic plate come on what do you mean really... the plates what depth if you go below the the plates then you're going into sort of why are they going below the plates how they, they wouldn't how... be they'd exactly. be going through the plates yeah but it's the, In same the plate thing. if they if they move it's a significant amount there's an earthquake so if there's an earthquake they get destroyed just like anything else but if they don't that's really weird, bro. That's no, really no. It's not really weird spider. at all. Really, it's a bit of no, a. That's not weird at all. It's totally. It's uh, how normal thing how, to ask? Well, I don't know if they all. Well, like this big massive tunnel system stretched across the whole world. Or well, there like is. That. People do say there are tunnel systems that go across the whole world, and I don't see how they could maintain a tunnel system across the whole world if the world's bits of the world are moving. Like some people movie. say these are no, these like ancient tunnels. Mm. Doesn't make any sense. It's worth investigating. We should investigate. Okay, you find a tunnel. When next time they come out the Thames, you jump in and follow the tunnels. Let me know. As investigating, you remember last week I said about I thought something might have followed me back, possibly from the monastery in Corfu. Yeah, you're thinking about. It. You don't oh yeah, this. yeah. You, know, you were like, I said I investigated. You were like, no, you won't. Well, I did investigate it. Okay. Can't find out anything at all to do with um, ghosts. It was just a 17 uh, uh, monastery that was built in the 1700s. It's obviously Greek. Greece you, is probably need to, you probably need to um, go to Greek websites. I can't read Greek. I mean, I looked at I the. I can you know, the... read a bit of Greek. I've been learning in Greek. Have you really? Yeah. I can but read you, a little bit. I can't read a Greek website. Well, I can read. I, like, technically, I could read how it sounded, but I wouldn't know what the words meant. You know what I mean? Because I'm not. I don't know all the words. I can read like the Greek letters, what sounds they make. So I could doesn't make, help. you know, it doesn't, so, doesn't help me. No, it doesn't help. Give me a couple um, of years and I'll look into it for you. Give me several years. And uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, it's like the, the forest in Corfu. I know Zeus used his sword and cut a bit of the Corfu away, which created Paxos and anti Paxos and stole a nymph. Fucked or something, you know, like he did. So, you usually do Corfu and Paxos, that's it. Like, it's got nothing to do with the um, the ancient woodland, the monastery. I was yeah, the monastery, yeah. Which again, it wasn't when you said it's 1700s, like, it's not that old, not ancient, no, it's, even, it? it's probably built like probably built somewhere, maybe or on something, something else, else, or usually, else. Maybe not, yeah, they, they, maybe it's just it's a get, high point, and they thought we'd build a monastery there, yeah. Maybe there was something there before, some old, a lot of the time that, yeah, they seem to build on older. 
older sites, but it's not always. If it hadn't been 30 degrees and off a two-mile dirt track, I would have actually got there, but no. Anyway. Well, that's the on. Illuminati making these two-mile dirt tracks so you don't walk up them. <laughs> Illuminati. Imagine the Illuminati. secrets you could have uncovered if you just had a little bit more drive. I just um, You might have found Illuminati. out all the secrets of the universe up there. I've, shut up. I've just um, finished listening to a free book series on audio ball about the L4s, which is a, a fleet of ships that have the earth's been destroyed and they go off on these ships um to go to oh made up story this isn't a real yeah it's a made up story obviously not because we're still here you dickhead um so yeah it's like they go off on these ships and i didn't know this but it turns out basically which is in a weird kind of coincidence because i'm into all this shit that it was the illuminati went off we're still running everything on these ships as they did on earth what a surprise no, I, I just thought I, I didn't I didn't know I literally the only reason I picked the book was because I'd listened to audio books by the same um, author before and they were quite sort of zombie ones. I listened to zombie ones. It was quite entertaining. And then it was the same um narrator. Is it the same narrator? I fucking know now. Anyway, but it was it was good. So I that's why I listened to it and it was still it was very good again and entertaining quite got your emotions going quite good. It was So why did they build these arcs? Was the earth because the earth was going to get destroyed? Yeah, by, by meteorites. Uh, big, yeah, so everyone united on the planet and put all their things together. It's happening. They know it's coming. That's why they siphon all the money off. So they can build yeah. the arcs. It's possible. Something See, like that. Little our little podcast. I know this. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter, does it? Um, yeah, all, in the whole scheme. Because we're not getting in the arcs anyway. Oh, we're infinite immortal beams of beings of light. And oh, and that of light as well. It's like we're just experiencing some time in. Are. I mean, if there's one way to go, being atomized by a crashing meteorite, probably it's better than being no, slowly dying from a nuclear winter after surviving a meteorite. I'd rather that than being sodomized by a manga alien going face. Why was that? <laughs> that wasn't even part of it. I don't know, just the worst ways to go to being um, pulverized okay. by a. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure there is. I'm sure we can sit here all day. Talking about can, ways yeah. to go. You can think up worse ways to go, then send us an email at bigconspire.com. <laughs> right. Anyway, moving on. Right. What news you got for me? Uh, not a lot. Oh, where's it gone? Ah, my sources, just, my screens have gone black. What the fuck? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, what have we got? Well, have we got, I haven't got, I've only got a couple actually. In fact, I've got like one, I think. Go on then. Actually, no, I haven't just got one, but I have. Uh, Kiev, Kiev, Kiev has called, called calls general mobilization. All males 18 to 65 must enter military. The military within 10 days, apparently. Uh, All of them? Not, what, the whole country? Everyone. Before you carry on with this, let's no. go like, off, a, off a sidetrack. No, no, no. It, it's... Um. It says in the Obolonsky district of Kiev, the mobilization of citizens liable for military service was announced. Even those who did not receive the summons should appear at the local military registration enlistment office. But that's saying the Ob Obolonsky district of Kiev. So is that. They like, just picked a district. So it's like, well, say, if you put it to this country, say London, it was like they pick a borough. Like everybody in the borough of I don't know, Tower Hamlets has to be registered for military service yeah, this uh, month and then maybe next month they'll really mobilization but it's everybody in that um, yeah and then next month they'll pick a different borough and then after that yeah. they'll pick a different 
But I haven't got the uh, news thing up. Have you seen uh, the all the uh, deals that are being made with BlackRock, etc.? We'll talk about that in a little bit. A little bit. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Feeds into say. Anyway, I was going to say off at a tangent. If it was like the same thing, and England was at war, and they said, "Oh, all people mobilised from up to the age of sixty-five," would you bother? Would you do it? Why would I fuck? No, my sons. I'm not doing it. Everyone's people listening to like, "Why would you fight your country?" Because I don't know. It's not. Worth fighting like for a family. lot of it's not worth, yeah, for our family. Like if someone comes here, I fight because you don't have a choice, but I'm not going yeah. anywhere else. No. Way. I suppose it, it isn't, I, they are there. I just, it's there, all's dumb. We should no, all, but, all us little people, because we are the little people, we should just say no, because the little people are the ones who die. But, but what if Scotland invaded England and we, we were losing? We would just tell the Scottish people, like, little people in Scotland, don't why, why yeah, bother fighting. Let them have it. Let Scotland rule fight. England. People like to fight. I mean, I, I wouldn't, there's no way we've been bred for it. Like all our, everyone's brought up on tales of war and fighting. And Would your victory. boys think about it? They, they, they wouldn't I be. I really ask them, but I'd, I'd tell them, don't, don't go. Don't. I think Ethan might. I'd, I'd tell them, don't, don't bother. It's not. We shouldn't be fighting these wars. Why are we fighting for bankers to get richer? And... Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, Fuck. that's what I, 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 I literally it crushed my head the other day thinking about it. People literally get guns and then try and take over each other's houses with guns. Yeah, you know, for other because someone else told them to. Yeah, someone told you to go and go over that wall. Yeah. Like in the in control town. of our country, Richie Sunak's telling no. Immensely rich person is telling me I got. I would have to sign up to fight so he can continue ruling. Yeah, ruling. Whatever. Or King, even King Charles, if you want to put it up to that, because he's technically yeah. in charge of the military. He's not, but you know, the head of it is a figurehead. He's like so. So we can keep we can keep King Charles on the throne so that I need to risk my life for that bullshit, and the banks can keep their money and. I can still struggle from fucking month to month. Day to day. Yeah. yeah. No. Nah, bollocks to it. Anyway, <laughs> off of that, I think the, um, we've got the story going on at the moment is the Titanic one over wow. here in, in the UK anyway. Bit, that's been on the news all the time. I don't watch I, a lot I, of news, but when I go up in the morning, hold on, I, I put yeah, on the, on. Like, the TV in the morning and have like, those crappy sort of semi-news Shows in the morning, don't they? Good morning, Britain, or whatever it's called. Right. And I don't put TV on. I do. I sit on the loo and <laughs> sit on the oh, loo and have a big I poo. Do. I do. The first, but the first, I flick on. I do put BBC News on to see what isn't the news. If you know what I mean. And then I, I work around that to, to all the bullshit. But yeah, I mean, yeah, but gone. I mean that's what I'm saying. They talk bullshit. And yeah. for all this week, they're going on about the submarine. Yeah. And. The way it sort of panned out is in the early things like, oh, the submarine's been lost. What happened to it? It was down there for an hour and, I don't know, 40 minutes, and then it lost contact, and no one knows where it is, and they've done that for a couple of days. And then slowly, like a couple of days after that, they were starting to say, you know, these million or these billionaires were going down this submarine. This submarine's just made up by people. You know, it's controlled by a Nintendo controller, I think they were saying. I think it's something, you know, and it's like, all rigged up in not hasn't got any sort of proper regulations or whatever and then they get people from the 
Navy and was like, our oh, submarines don't go anywhere near that depth, but our submarines, you know, if you've got two generators, we'll have three because we need redundancy. And if it's two air scrubbers, we have four because you need redundancy. And these things, they've only got one single thing. And already I was starting to think, oh, yeah, I can see where this is going. And then I think the next day they were saying, you know, maybe these maybe these things need to be regulated more. I was thinking, oh, okay. So this is this is the what angle. About private regulation um, for, for submersibles. Well, maybe. And I was looking at some... Uh, like stories about it a bit earlier and why um a lot of them were saying the because it's in international waters they can't like regulate it because there's no regulations there and the responsibilities depends on whose flag is on the boat at the time but as a submarine it doesn't technically have a flag or whatever so it's not technically under anybody's regulation so any it's like a wild west thing but they were still a little bit that story was still oh we we have to you know maybe bring in more regulations that's why, like submarines, it, you know, like Russian submarines, American submarines, they can literally go where they want. They're allowed to. There's something like that. It's like you can't. And but apparently, there's a, just to sort of go for. Well, they're obviously not meant to go into um, territorial I think, waters. I think it's like almost accepted that they do that. And that apparently, there's almost like a, a a hot war sort of going on all the time with submarines because you can't see what the fuck's going on. Or almost. I mean, I don't know. They're not might, might not be. Under the sea than people realize to do, you know, opposing interdiction. But I mean, that's man. that's mostly yeah. going to be like big dick waving, though, isn't it? Like, oh, we've spotted your sub, and then they like slink off, and then they go somewhere. They probably occasionally they probably just pop up and go, like, oh, yeah, we're behind you. Oh, now we're yeah, wandering off. It's a bit more, um, because more risque than that, though. Apart from like tactically getting in positions where they can launch missiles without being detected there's not yeah. a lot else they can do is there from a submarine like what, what sort of spying well, can you do well, well, just a spine what happened with the north stream pipeline the americans blew up and blamed on russia yeah but that wasn't from a like a war a submarine was it no, no i see what you mean yeah not from a giant uh, nuclear powered submarine no probably it probably was i don't know no it would, but yeah, I know what you mean. But I, I, apparently, there is a bit more. I don't know. I don't know because I don't yeah, know anything see about that it. But that's that's not the same. See, what I originally what I thought as soon as they like oh, it's gone missing, I thought right, all this because last week we talked about the alien disclosure. I thought oh, okay, I can see what's happened now. They want regulations to stop submersibles going down there and discovering the um the undersea aliens or undersea civilizations. Or wow. this submarine was taken out by an undersea creature. My missus thinks it was a kraken. You not do that, please. <laughs> My missus thinks he was taken out by the Kraken, and I was like, "Yeah, it's possible, but it's probably just got blown up by a underwater UAP or crashed into." Did you see he was on it? Oh yeah, we're going to that as well in a second. What do you reckon about the sort of regulation thing? Pushing? Reckon they're going to push for more regulations? Probably. This probably. is like a, it's almost a, a Wild West type thing down there at the moment. Oh, it was a false flag to bring I don't in know. regulations. I, a lot of the... oh, they just jumped on the um, thing of it. I, mean, I said could... you're about UAPs. I said that to my wife. So it's uh, UFOs. And also said, she was like, they're, they're going on about searching for it. I said, there's no, why would they search for it? Everybody knows you've got everything to do with it. They're dead. Well, they, 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 they got to, you know, because of the pressure and everything like that. They, they, got they, they can't rescue them. They got to they're... make an effort. But they got to but... pretend to make an effort. Oh, and I've got this thing, uh, miss, missing sub. Okay. This is a thing about because James Cameron, obviously, he's been down to the Titanic, and you know, he's he's helped to um, tech, make technology 
to dive you know he's he's helped with that hasn't he dive yeah, technology yeah, yeah. like um, what's it called developing submersibles and yeah. underwater equipment hollywood filmmaker james cameron revealed that he'd received information within 24 hours of the disappearance of the submersible that had imploded when it lost communication with his mothership the director of the movie said he received confirmation of a loud bang within an hour and that the last week had felt like a prolonged and nightmarish charade his statement mm. comes after wall street journal reported that the secret u.s navy underwater microphone detected the sub the titan subs implosion several days ago so obviously because he's he's if he's developing that sort of technology the military is involved in it anyway aren't they because they want to yeah. know you can do that shit thinking maybe we can use it or maybe they're putting money into it to use yeah. it as well so he's got sources that are told him within 24 hours old the navy well the navy would have known at the time yeah of course they would yeah and so they've kept it hidden why would they keep it hidden because they don't want people to know that they got underwater microphones that can detect that sort of shit from wherever yeah, probably, how yeah. far away did they are they detecting this and now the whole world knows russia's maybe thinking or maybe russia probably already knows they got this but they maybe oh, not know how sensitive it is and now they're thinking which is a an interesting way to put it out there as well isn't it yeah because there's been lots of uh, i've seen lots of things of pe people chasing um well aircraft and stuff chasing submarines off the american coast etc there was one the other day when i was saying they had the um nuclear radar plane up whatever trying to chase radio radiation signals whatever i don't fucking know but i don't know i mean because I, I can only go by watching little things of people i don't know anything about the you know the tracking of tracking of um yeah no, but the release of that information is it i don't know if that information's been out there before obviously people hear about it now about the microphones yeah. picking up that sound if the navy knew it imploded surely they should common, common sense i know but if they had confirmation why have they yeah. let it go on for a week giving the families not, hope and that, it, that it might have might be able to rescue them and they like haven't they seen like bits of it or something like that have i got my have i, got I my think sonar like, yeah, sonar scans have picked up like wreckage. That yeah, could be it. Like, so I was like, if they find little bits of it, why can't they find the rest of it? Because it's like, like stupid amounts of pressure's crushed the fucking thing. So, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because you don't think of water like that, but it is. I mean, water is like that. I was it's weird. on a uh, Discord server, the um, what are they called? Monster Fuzz, another good podcast. You want to go listen to them? But one of them, he what put a breakdown. Up, he done some maths of the breakdown of, he said, if like the, the window at the front failed and how right. much because of the pressure outside compared to inside and how fast the water would have jetted in it literally would have been like a 20th of a second it would have filled up the inside that's how quick it would have come in imagine water yeah. at that sort of speed you would have been like, they, pretty much everyone inside would have been vaporized if like the porthole failed i don't know that's different from the whole sub um what's the it, whole outside it, skin so, so hard to comprehend isn't it like the physics of yeah you know, if, if, like, oh, if the like, window bursts, that's yeah, all. It wouldn't be no. like leaking in, you know, when you get like your washing machine leaks and water's leaking out. It wouldn't be like that. It would have been catastrophic, like firing a, a water yeah. cannon at, at 500 miles an hour into your yeah. face or whatever. You mean just it would have been instant. Okay. So he's off. So we need to look at some of the people who've been on that submarine because there's some. You could sort of say there's some tr strange, because um, whenever anything like this happens, people look at who's on the submarine, and they like why they've done this. 
Is this a conspiracy? It's probably yeah. not. The thing probably just failed. But well, you look at who carried, was on it. Carried, so yeah. first of all, the first person uh, everyone was looking at is the Indian man. Yeah, I I heard. Sorry, Pakistani I, I, I man. I haven't had this um, corroborated that someone who was supposed to go on it, a billionaire, didn't get on it. Yeah. Didn't go on the trip as well. I don't know who it is. There was is a couple that, of them. But I suppose that, they're just people lined up to go on it. Are they? Or are they having something to do with like digital currencies being set up for CBDCs? And I'm talking about, you know, because they've gone to look at the Titanic and the Titanic, the Rothschilds didn't get on it. And, you know, six months later, the Federal Reserve got yeah. set up. Is, is, it, is it a power? Uh, parallel not a parallel you know like mm, a thing some kind of weird yeah but are the people but are the people who went on it um involved in opposing that as I far as i can see they're not i couldn't find anything to do with it yeah i did look it up so but... the first person you obviously you can look at is the, the pakistani man yeah uh shahzada shahzazas Shahzad, yeah yeah okay Sh so you yeah, look at him one of the, if you go what, look up you, look him up on Google probably one of the first ones you um, things that pop up is the World Economic Forum. His page because oh, he's part of that. Yeah, he's. Oh, I didn't realise he's a WEF, but I did. He's, he's the guy that's um, on the board of SETI, Search for Extraterrestrial. Yeah, because yeah, uh, he's on a couple of things. He's, he's like he's got his own, or I think his father started the company. He's on the board of that, which is Engro Corporation, right. um, where he serves as vice chairman. Agriculture and shit like that, and it as well. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a sec. He's also oh, yeah. obviously SETI, which I thought was interesting. He's on the Massively, Prince's yeah. Trust as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a couple of other things, but obviously the SETI, you know, all the trustees of the SETI Institute. You think could he? Could he? Did he know something? Probably. Oh, I thought I'd saved um saved these. Yeah, I thought I'd saved it so I could look at this. But, but one of the things his company. Is big in is fertilizers, which is a yeah. you know quite a big thing the agenda at the moment, is it? Stopping yeah. stuff. so could that be something to do with it? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Did, the they, did they knock him off because that his son was on there? The interesting thing about his son, you read about this this Shazaza, and um, they said about his son being with him. Ed Shah when the the uh, a couple, the other day, let me get this out. The other day, they were saying I was. Read an article and it said about Shazada and you know all the stuff he's done is on these boards and that. He said about his Shaz. He said about his son because obviously he's like a billionaire son. And they said he goes to university, but he's he likes to do Rubik's cubes and else it was like something else that was really like is that that's all he does? It's like he, he does no, he, I don't think he's autistic, but he just that's all they could say about him. He likes Rubik's cubes and. Oh, what it was it was saying equally as sort of what you know you've got is that that what you're known for <laughs> you're known for cryptic it cryptic cryptic i can't help but say cryptic but it's not what i'm talking about is it a cryptic trying to work it all out like no i don't think so it just seemed just, like really as if yeah like they wanted to put something down about what what the son does but basically he's just a rich man's son going to university so he hasn't done anything not that we've done anything, but you know what I mean? No, yeah, he's yeah, had yeah. all that, all those chance to have experienced in his life up to the age of, I think he's like 19, weren't he? Maybe. Um, well, they can say he, he was, he liked, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's just protected. Weird. Yeah, maybe. So we got this, we got Shaz. Shaz is the World Economic Forum. 
Uh, but I face. found Hamish Harding, the other billionaire, or one of the other billionaires, was more interesting. Did you see about him? Who was it? He's what, the, uh, Hamish. The explorer. Yeah. The explorer, the chap who went into space and also yeah. to the art and stuff well, like that. Well, into space. I mean, space is debatable because of, like, yeah. you know, how far up did he actually go? I don't know. Well, maybe he went those, to the Mars bases. Maybe he did go to Maybe he did. Mm. Maybe he did. He's based in Dubai. Um, he's an adventurer, but he's a partner in the White Desert Company, which is a British tour operator conducting expeditions to Antarctica. And as of 2021, he's the only company to offer commercial private jet services to the continent. Yeah. It's which way camp dodgy. is described by multiple publications as Antarctica's first and only hotel. So he's put money into this company. Is Antarctica the place where all the alien bases are? Yeah, apparently. Well, apparently, so, uh, um, hold on. In 2012, British yeah, explorer Hamish Hardy worked with White Desert to introduce the first regular business jet service to Antarctic using Gulfstream G550s landing on Wolfsfang Runway. Apart from amenities, the companies offer trips to nearby structures, a guided wildlife tour, and a trip to the geographic South Pole. Nearby structures? I don't know what that means. Maybe that's other bases or... I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, I mean, bases, I think like that can that. be taken completely out of context because it could be research bases or... I don't mm. know. Bigfoot's mm. Yeti's house. Mm. The company operates only from November to January due to Antarctica's harsh climate during the rest of the year. Several publications yeah. have noted the company's luxury status and exclusivity as prices range from roughly 30000 to 200000 per customer. The founders have justified the higher prices. I wouldn't think that was a high price. If you someone said you're going to go to a luxury resort on the South Pole, you wouldn't think it'd be a couple of grand, would you? You'd, you're flying you down there by private jet. You wouldn't think, oh. You know, that'd be 50, 50. Yeah. How much is it? It's from 30000 30, to 200000 per customer. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's only be depend on time. And, well, I'm yeah. not going. I'm obviously no. got stuck shit like that. Same as this Titanic thing. It's like 200 grand. But the founders have justified the high prices. So people are obviously saying they're high prices, but you wouldn't expect to be paying less than that anyway, I wouldn't think. They so are high extraordinary prices, high logistical expenses high associated with transportation and accommodation of guests on Antarctica. So, you know. White Desert hmm. is a member of the International Association of Antarctic Tour Operators. Should we, uh, do you think, is it just a sales plot boy then as well? Well, did he know something? Did he, yeah. has he seen something down there? Didn't they get to, did they need to get rid of him? Yeah. But he seems to be making money now. I don't know. Is I he think dead? he's, is he dead? Are any of them dead? Is any of them dead? Yeah. It's just, is it just a, you know, are they real people? Exactly. Is it just, you know, like that? It's like you have to, real people. Well, you have to put the, they're telling you in six months time, the next Federal Reserve is going to come about or something like that. And there's going to be eight, it's going to come about through, Aliens, some shit. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I think the no, the biggest angle in is the people are interested, in, but if there was an angle to come out of it, I think it'd be restriction of deep sea it's exploration. It's definitely by a, unregistered a, craft. But any, any, you're not allowed in the sea. Yeah, you're not allowed. You're not allowed. You're not allowed in these certain places. You're not allowed to take your submersible down there unless they meet sort of ridiculously strict guidelines. Yeah, some, some, yeah, it will. It will be some shit like that. It'll be like, yeah, we fucking know. 
because there's because of the alien activity because they're they're coming out of their stasis under the ocean from their i don't know underground cities the aliens or the other humans or whatever and there's going to be more activity down there they need to restrict underwater activity therefore they're going to restrict the um how you you know who can deploy and how much safety features are on these things yeah the whole the whole whole, it's got adverts popping up on the bloody computer yeah give it that whole sort of shebangy thing absolutely yeah Oh dear. There's a thing um trying to find it saying about restrictions on how the five years ago the Marine Technology Society, a group of thirty-eight leading experts on submersible technology, voiced urgent fears about the safety of the Titan and US based Ocean Gates practices. Specifically its voyages to the Titanic. One signatory of the two hundred and eight twenty eighteen letter I was gonna say two hundred and eighteen letter twenty eighteen letter, Bart Kemper highlighted how deploying the sub in international waters meant it avoided having to abide by U.S. regulations, such as the U.S. Passenger Vessel Safety Act. The 1993 Act does regulate submersibles that carry passengers requiring them to be registered with the Coast Guard, but that law did not apply to the Titan because it did not fly a U.S. flag, nor was it operating in U.S. waters. And I suppose the same goes to wherever. The... So international waters. I don't, I don't even know who, who owned it. Was it an American man who owned it? That's it. In international waters, the submarine thing again, go back to that, anything goes. It's, it's like they fight I'm, and shit. I'm not sure. Know, it's, like, they can't fight because submarines do, would be lost all do. the time, wouldn't they? Unless the submarine technology is so shit, they keep missing each other. Come on, Maybe. let's be serious. They're not, they're not firing torpedoes at each other in international uh, waters. I'm not so sure. It, I'm not so the same sure. thing doesn't happen if like two fleets of navies happen to come across each other. They can't just have a big fight in international waters <laughs> and then like, be like, everyone shrugs shoulders, well, you know, it's no international rules. waters. There's no rules. It's like Breaking pirate, news, Russian pirate. black fleet sailed into international waters and met the American, I don't know, whatever, fifth fleet. They decided to have a punch up, but no one's bothered <laughs> because despite it's the loss of um, six and a half thousand lives between them and, you know, 15 boats, because it was in international waters. Does that mean we can just go and steal someone's boat because it's in international waters? Going no, to that's called piracy. It's allowed in international waters. No, it's not. Waters. It's still not allowed. I'm going to... On it. On it. I'm okay, a pirate now. So, so moving on. So we've got all this oh, yeah. sub submarine. Everyone's looking at the submarine. I don't know. See, this is only from the UK's okay, point of view. Mirrors. The news has been banging on about the missing sub. So what's been going on in the world? What have they been doing, Rick? What have they been doing, bro? Why the sub's gone missing? Uh, sending in the background? more money to Ukraine and banks and so the partnership between blackrock Black and Black jp morgan and, yeah jp morgan moving into ukraine to rebuild ukraine and they've come to a consensus or an agreement oh also they need to what come out is that um uh epstein was a uh a, a, um, a confidant of jp morgan it was like a that came that came out on the same thing he was like part of the jp morgan thing he set up for a, yeah but he was a banker epstein. Morgan, no, Epstein. Epstein. Oh, so you think that makes makes sense? He was he was a fucking trafficker. Okay, we know that. But at some point, he was Uh, he was doing with finance, wasn't he? Anyway, that that sort of came. Yeah, yeah, he was. But I don't think they blew up the submarine. I don't know if they blew up a submarine to cover the BlackRock thing because it's not like no one knows. It's just they the submarine news was there, and then they released this. So J.P. Morgan and BlackRock. But their news, they, they had to cover the news up, otherwise they'd have to talk about that thing. 
maybe the, the joke. I don't know. It's financial but that I, often doesn't come into people's consciousness a lot. No, maybe but not. it's, slipped, even if, it's even slipped entirely under the radar. Hold on. Leading no financial firms shit, BlackRock but... and JP Morgan Chase are partnering with the Ukraine government to establish a reconstruction bank that will serve as a conduit for public seed capital to fund rebuilding pro products. These initiatives aim to attract significant private investment, potentially amounting to hundreds of billions of dollars. So the thing we've got to look here is public seed capital. That's basically taxpayers from different countries yeah. putting money in. And they're hoping that the taxpayer money, which is going to act as a guarantee on the investments that private people put into it. So basically, the, the tax will say, if you lose your money, tax will just bow you out. We'll give well, you money back. Yeah, well, they're, they're saying we're going to raise taxpayers' money from different countries. Obviously, America's a big going to be putting yeah. a big slice, but the UK now, undoubtedly, EU's going to be putting money into it. So if you're from any of those, Our your, tax, up to 5%, your taxpayers' money is going to be going into this fund. And then because, obviously, Ukraine is going to be a bit dodgy, if people invest in it, their money is going to be guaranteed for a return, but the guarantee is going to be with people's taxpaying. Yeah, thing. yeah. So like basically, if you out, yeah, so it's not a bailout. But it would be it's a guarantee. Which means if you get, yeah, if you, it's not, if we it's put not money a bailout in, because you need to, something to bail out, they're just guaranteeing it with taxpayers' money. Exactly. So the they, people they, investing they're in not going to lose anything because no, if yes. they lose it, they'll just get the money back through yes. taxpayers' money, which is a bailout. Like it's banks not a bailout. Fucking bailout. It's not a bailout because nothing's gone wrong yet. They might not have to bail them out. If, oh, it's a guarantee. If, just yes. stop being a dumbass. All right, call it a bailout. That's what you tell. Feel you need to. Um, ah. Idiot. So, we're all going to be putting money in. Involuntarily. Can I? Yeah, I'll we haven't, we haven't got a choice. Well, well no, because you need to, we need to rebuild Ukraine. Um, oh, yeah. I think the EU said it's going to cost $411 billion to rebuild Ukraine at this moment, or that's just like an estimate. So, Convenient. But it's interesting. So we put, taxpayers put their money in. Private investors, they hope to raise 10 times as much through private investment. But all those investors putting the 10 times as much in want to get their money back. So therefore, they have to make money out of the rebuilding of Ukraine. So, so everything's... And I put my money in. Yeah, you can get money back. You can invest in it. Invest Just in not with taxpayer, taxpayers' money. I suppose there'd be there'll be a repayment of taxpayers' money, but it could all go wrong. And we, well, let's be serious; it's all a big scam. They're going to create oh, yeah, all yeah. the money anyway. Of course, like they are. Yeah. It's a huge big going money off to the um, going off to the, the Black Fleet. That's been built, to, yeah, so. to build the arcs to save yeah. the bridge people. Uh, both BlackRock and J.P. Morgan are often offering, offering sorry, their services as donations which will provide them with early insights into potential investments in Ukraine. So they're like, oh, we're not going to charge you anything. But obviously they'll know where to invest their money because they'll know where all the money's being invested, which is fucking it's pretty much insider trading Yeah. by the setup of it. Yeah. This assignment further strengthens JP Morgan's relationship with Ukraine as long-standing customer as the bank has facilitated over 25 billion US dollars in sovereign debt for the country since 2010. And led the restructuring of its 20 billion debt last year. During consultations with private and public investors, BlackRock and JP Morgan identified concerns regarding Ukraine's governance, lack of transparency, and underdeveloped capital markets. To address these apprehensions, BlackRock recommends the establishment 
of a development finance bank that would identify investment opportunities in sectors such as infrastructure, climate and agriculture. The aim would be to make these opportunities appealing to pension funds, long-term investors and lenders. JP Morgan's expertise in debt played a key role in the involvement in this project. I mean, there's a lot more you can go and read about it, but yeah. We just, it's, just a fit. it's just a whole fucking another Ponzi scheme, whatever. Just for, But they own everything anyway. How much more do they want to own? They already own fucking Ukraine anyway. They already yeah. owned it. Well, they, you know? it's not about owning it. It's about making more money, isn't it? I don't understand how taxpayers' money and turning it into their money. If you have money. all the money in the world anyway, they why do you need the more money? They have the control. No, there's a difference. Right. They actually don't no. have all the money. I was watching. Okay, we'll go. I was watching a thing on TikTok. I, I, it's, a, it's a rhetorical statement, or what? No, no, I mean, because it's not true. This was interesting. I watch. I, I try and order it in my head. Are you going to tell me that you got your information from TikTok, and that no, no. means it's true now? Hey, this this person I get it from is if you go, you, I think it's cancelled. The clothing company is the handle on TikTok. No, he does dives it, into into um, BlackRock. Of and uh, who owns? He does dives oh. into who owns what companies in mostly in the US. Oh, you sent me a link. BlackRock and Vanguard Sorry. and Straight Street and you know and who's yeah, yeah. behind them and you know how they're investing and stuff. Interesting point he made. Everyone thinks the banks own everything. He was looking at the top. I think he said ten banks. They own, I don't know if it's a certain type of market, but they had like 10.4 billion. Then he said there was like pension funds was something like 35 billion. And the problem is that people get their pension funds and they give them to BlackRock and those companies to invest for them. Therefore, yeah. they give the rights for voting in those companies that they're invest through those investments. They give in, they're giving... BlackRock, Vanguard, etc., the voting rights. Now, so private people have thirty-five billion pounds worth of pension that if all those people took it on themselves to invest, they would hold as a block, the people themselves would hold the rights for those votes. Instead of giving to BlackRock to invest, if they'd done research in the markets themselves, that's don't. three and a half times as much as the banks have control yeah, yeah, don't. they don't but that's what he was saying yeah. he's saying people think they don't have any power but they've got three and a half times more money than the banks and if they put if everyone said we're not going to give it to these investment companies we're going to look at it ourselves then those investment companies wouldn't have the the votes no, to vote people, board members people, in people use you know put their money in to give it to i know because it's easier but trying, he was yeah. just saying people don't think they've got any power whereas they've got yeah. all the power technically they've yeah. got it it's there yeah. in their fingertips if they just decided to do the investments themselves look into they, it they bit of research. The power sort of thing, yeah. yeah they've given up the power because they they give the they say to blackrock you invest for us because obviously they've got a lot more they have got a lot more you know finance information and that they're thinking yeah but people can do that themselves but that would take away all that power from blackrock vanguard or whatever they wouldn't have the votes and then the people mm. could say oh we're not going to vote a person who's just been kicked out of another bank but, onto that board because you know he done shady dealings right we don't now. want to invest in all this stuff that's killing the planet and we don't want to, people could say we don't want to do that but that's it's not gonna, it's, it's not going to happen hang on it's the same as us saying everybody all the soldiers just put your guns down yes don't, be it's no exactly war. the same, exactly as that. same as that you know if all the soldiers or, said no then yeah. there wouldn't be any more wars all we are saying is give peace a chance yes yeah and exactly. to go yeah. out and look up how to invest yourself i haven't even yeah. got any investments but 
if I did uh, now, I'd probably all money's debt. It's all about everything's based on debt, not based on how much money you've got. It's all about how much debt you've got. You know, which is why when we had the conversation so before about, about collapsing the banks, whether I don't think they want a bank collapse, they want a bank transfer to a different system, yeah, which is I the same system. I think you're probably right. I think you're because otherwise right. they lose all their power. I think they have to transfer to a bank for a different system before the banks collapse. I think. I think because if the banks collapse, the governments will just bail them out like they have done before when banks collapse. You, you can't. Yeah, they would. They just fudge but, it all. Yeah, print more money, it fudge it, yeah, say, oh, next time we need to implement this system because it all went. You know, there'd be some hard times, but ultimately the power would still re people be retained. Are, people that are rich will not have hard times. It'll just be us that have the hard yeah, times. Of course. You're that's right. how it You're works. Pretty much. And yeah. then they'll just come up with their new system that they want to implement so it doesn't happen again using cbdc's or whatever for more control and all that sort of bollocks and that's the way and i am um, um literally just come off of this a minute just it was a story which made me chuckle from a, i think i might have been on a holiday i might have been maybe it was just start it was just before i went on holiday but i don't think we covered it and it, it's it's from the first it just it, i think it's it's relevant to do with like um spies and shit like that yeah. and it was basically because when i saw the first um report of it it was uh some israelis and italians dying a, a fire on a, a lake i was like oh that's sort of bit over. oh joe it was because i've got a bit of a fear of um since i went on, on my i went on a boating trip on my holiday and it all went a bit ooh, and i had a bit of fear and i'm still trying to get through my boat fear which i went on a cruise this year not cruise a boat trip and it was all right so that anyway i saw anytime i see things to do with boats capsizing and shit like that i sort of pay a bit of interest and it was basically from the 31st uh the well, this actual report is from the 31st of march but it happened uh, sorry may sorry but it happened just before that it's basically on an italian lake and uh, what happened was i've not uh, night basically it was a it was on the italian lake and it was a pleasure craft so it was I think some free Israelis, I believe, and some Italians, but it was like 19 people, other people, along with these people. I don't know if they were on it or they all died, but there was a fierce storm and the the, uh, the boat sank swiftly, overturned and sank, sank swiftly. Basically, it was a retired Mossad agent and also on there were two ex or people that had worked for the Italian Secret Services. And okay. I just thought it was just like all it was. It was just like it was a dead Israeli spy and a couple of dead Isra uh, Italian spies, and this boat caught fire and capsized. And it just it was just like a, a Jason Bourne kind of yeah. thing. It's just you know when you how, how inconvenient, thought, oh, eh? Yeah, it's like when they said Israelis. So I said to my wife at the time, I said they're spies, and it come out they were like ex Mossad spies and stuff like yeah. that. It was all. It's just like you know when you're talking about this submersible and stuff, and it's like. What will the links come out? What they were, you know, in a couple of years' time, what these people were. I mean, it could be Quincy. Like that, it could but... just be meeting up with old friends and then saying went wrong. Yeah. But or Maybe. it could have been it's time for him to go. Yeah, too much showing off their um their gadgets or whatever and call yeah. like a uh, like his laser sort of laser beam watch. Yeah, they got a bit yeah. drunk drinking. I don't uh, know what the Israelis say. Drink blood. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> cancelled <laughs> cancelled what what's the italian drink you know there's like certain countries i've i don't know about yeah certain drink. italia i was gonna say wine but italian's wine in it uh i don't know israelis i don't know i don't know uh, water yeah of course yeah because uh okay. yeah okay yeah anyway we got too drunk and then we're like I, I turned on their laser right. beam watch cut their boat boating yeah. up and sank yeah just that was you know 
that's that's not a funny moment of people dying on a fucking boat. Right, uh, right, brother. I've got, I've got a story. Well, give me a story. Let me turn that uh, off. This was interesting. Is it? About climate change. Climate change is harming my mental health. Oh. Until two years ago, Jennifer Newell was working at the front line of climate change research. Her PhD on melting ice sheets and changing sea levels had taken her to Antarctica, Scandinavia, and the USA. Oh, no one's allowed to go to Antarctica. Unless you're with that, a travel agent. Okay. Well, in the USA. But it was while working, it was while leading a workshop for primary school children in Glasgow that she began to question what she was doing. It dawned on me, she says, the physics behind this haven't changed in my lifetime. They're not going to change going forward. Jennifer says she realised action was needed urgently and she no longer had the passion or motivation to continue studying the effects. She put her career on hold in order to take more direct action, but she found the scale of the challenge was overwhelming. It's just too much for her. Jennifer is one of the growing number of people who have experienced eco-anxiety, a chronic sense of hopelessness and fear of environmental doom. It presented itself as depression and anxiety, she says. She felt completely paralysed and often unable to get out of bed. It was during what she described as her eco-grief that the 33-year-old Jennifer decided she could not have children. She says, I don't feel like I can have children because the world can't cope and I would feel guilty bringing a child into this world. You know what? I've heard this story before, but it's not from her. So it's one of those ones that they, you know, re thingy. Yeah. Jennifer didn't complete her PhD on the disappearing ice sheets, although she hoped to one day return to it. But she better be get on it quick or the ice sheets won't be there, will they? (laughs) She is now living in Perthshire with her mother and has found that mountain biking has helped her achieve some peace of mind. Jennifer says she plans to set up a social enterprise project in Aberfieldy called Soulful Adventures in Nature, SANE, to help people improve their mental health through outdoor activities. Well, good for her on that one. She accepts that the climate situation will worsen, but has learned not to feel personal guilt for the circumstances. Do they, the people, I suppose the younger generation, I think it says a bit later on, are feeling like personal guilt for the climate. I had a sense of hopelessness and and powerlessness, but thankfully I chose to keep fighting to change that and have a world that I do want to be part of, she says. There's some weird shit going on with the younger generation. Hold on, read a little bit more. There's growing recognition that environmental changes affect not just physical but also mental health, although there is still relatively little research into the cognitive impact of it. Well, if they're pushing it on people all the time, people are going to be like, oh, well In 2021, Bath University lecturer and physiotherapist and researcher Caroline Hickman and her colleagues examined data from 10,000 young people aged 16 to 25 living in 10 different countries. About half of those who took part in the survey reported feeling sad, anxious and angry, powerless, helpless or guilty. A study published in Lancet, uh, Planetary Health, found that while threats faced in different countries varied from food insecurity to pollution or flooding, there were similar similar levels of anxiety. Over half think humanity is doomed, 56% worldwide, 51% in the UK and 73% in the Philippines, Mrs Hickman says. So there's more closeness in relationship. Being at a distance from it physically does not protect you from the emotional and cognitive impacts. And it just what? goes on saying there's like another case of someone just like, I've given up. It's all too much. The world's it's ending. thing when they get something and they put that emotional shit on themselves so that they get affected by someone else's emotional shit and make it their own. It, and fucking annoys me. 
some people get sad when a celebrity dies. Like, you know, like, it's like, oh, or like, oh, it's really sad when it's like, when you have, you've never known them, nothing like, to them. I feel like a loss. Whatsoever. I mean, it is the world and you're allowed to feel that it's a bit shit. But no, to, to but actually say, I'm, I'm not, I know, but they're saying, um, then there's a whole generation of people. I mean, she's 33, so there's, the younger ones are going to be even worsely affected. They are. They're like, we're not having children because the world can't handle it. It's like, well, if you don't have children, then there's not going to be any people eventually. I've been hearing some really weird stories of people like uh, 20 odd year olds that are having children and just not just being, they're being really peculiar the way they're behaving with like towards other people with. Right. It's, it's strange. It's a bit They've had children and it. then what? And they're not let, let, like, they're just not letting their families get involved. And it's all to do with weird boundaries and stuff like that. Oh, you, know, okay, like, yeah. you know, it's all to do with, you know, before it'd be like, it's the baby. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, get, but that's just the weird... weirdness of people that they're, they're producing. Not there, like our society's producing. They're making yeah. them weird. Weird. That is proper mental health. It's like meant some weird mental health shit going on. It's the panic system. Well, it's the destruction of the family unit, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely, it's like yeah. You're, you're a little island all on your own. Yeah. But they're that little yeah. island on your own as humans. But the state, need... the state yeah, but... will save us. Yeah, well, maybe, that. but yeah. you know, as humans, we need support. We need, mm. we need a family. We need yeah. friends around us. We need people to interact with and talk to. You can't just yeah. do it in your own family in your own house. You need more than that. Well, it's, it's well maybe selective. you can, but I think yeah, you need it's, more. It's selective. It's like you want it when you want it, but not like you know, like it's, it's a shared and. It's a weird but that, shit. that probably is more to do with. Um, I can do whatever I want. You know the. The sort of yeah, it's been going on for years. I, it's um, what's it called? You got rights without responsibility, isn't it? So you've got all the rights, yeah. but you don't have. Yeah, you don't want to take any responsibility. Yeah, like they can't. You, it's yeah, like, you yeah, can't, you can't yeah. touch me. I know my rights, but then you, yeah, yeah, you want the rights, but you don't want the responsibility of being yeah. a sensible person, not to shout other people in the street or whatever. I can do that. It's my right to do that. It's like yeah, but you'll be responsible. You don't act, interact with people that way. It's rights mm. without responsibility. Yeah, doesn't work. Right, and we could do we could talk for hours about that whole subject in itself. Anyway, I just thought that was a strange story. How to you just the younger generation. I mean, I'm pretty much fifty now, nearly fifty, and it doesn't affect me because I'm not I'm not breaking the planet. I'm one person, and I'm not breaking the planet. No, like the mega corporations and that they're doing far more than I ever ever can do. I, a fucking I, volcano exploding is gonna. Destroy yeah. the planet far more than me, or whatever. I accidentally threw a, a lolly wrapper out my van window earlier. Um, I didn't mean to do it. I meant to throw it on the floor. Like, just took it over there for now, and it flew out. And I was like, oh, shit. It's like, I literally threw it out. I hate it. Literally. Disgusting. Nuts to myself. I was waiting for someone to pull up beside me and go, you fucking dirty. I'm going to throw my piss bottle at him. No, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> You think that's and bad? And there's people who listen what? Piss bottle? Yeah, there's a bottle of my piss in it. <laughs> <Hang on. laughs> he just oh, carries dude. that around for him all the time in case he gets yeah, first. Yeah, I've got my pocket. Leave mm. it. Like, a, like mace, because you're not allowed to any like, weapons in this country. You have to carry bottles of piss with you to protect yourself. On that note, I still haven't fired my bow and arrow. I don't even oh. know how it works. I might just, might just go plong, like that. Plong, plong, plong. Well, once mm. you've um, cleared your um, etheric psychic aura, you can go and fire your bow and arrow. What's that got to do with it? Just, it will just help you. Help you focus. Oh. 
okay fair enough right we haven't talked about that for a while have we about your like how your preparations going for the end of the world next week we'll come back to it next week maybe carefully under the world am i prepared no and you is it prepared for the end of civilization you can't prepare for the end of the world i suppose you die well you you know what i meant i didn't mean i meant the end of civilization as you know it I'm well. I think anyone probably. listens to this knew exactly what I meant as well. Do you know, I, you know, because of the job, the job again. Sorry, sorry. Been... about the job and stuff like that because it's fucking hard. You're like thinking, you know, anything's better than this. Come on, civilization, just end. I'm like, probably this is probably slightly better than the end of civilization. Yeah. Being you know able to mean? go to the shop and buy some beans in a tin is probably yeah. better than trying to grow cabbages in your garden in a nuclear winter. Yeah, it probably is. Even just only slightly, though. I suppose it all depends yeah. what beans you're buying. If you're buying them really cheap ones, like are they 15p now, or they probably twice. Oh, them. I've got them since again. I've got, I haven't got, nice. I haven't got a, a secret store, whatever, but no, they're all right. It just tastes no, like, I mean, they'd be all right at the end of the world, but I wouldn't buy them if, if they were like now, we 12 different types of we talk about baked beans, I presume. Yeah. If there were British 12 different beans. like types of baked beans like you know thingy lined up they're not really not going to be much diversity. yeah yeah there is there's a lot uh, of difference between the cheap ones and you know proper hinds yeah. what taste wise because it's hinds it makes it taste better so yeah, they're, fucking they're made better because like, they're more expensive probably made in some taiwanese they uh, probably shop. are but they still taste better that with the sweat the sweat of taiwanese children makes them taste better you weirdo Anyway, let's move on. You got any more news yeah. stories, bro? No, nothing. Nor have I. Enough on it. The end of the world is, yeah, the end of the, the, end world. Of the world is nigh. Nigh. What are we going? Let's go on then. Who's going to talk about some UFOs today? Some UFO stuff. Some stuff. Right. Going back. Back to going the 70s. To a place called Wales. To the Welsh Triangle. Yeah, there was a. Well, they called it the Welsh Triangle. Oh, great, yeah. It's uh, there we go. Uh, should we just crack it? Should we just go into it and then, then we're just like without even talking about it? Yeah, Doing that? carry on. All right. The year 1977 is a landmark date for many people who believe in life on other planets, as it is the year that witnesses say aliens came to West Wales multiple times. They came multiple times. <laughs> they came multiple times <laughs> in Wales <laughs> <laughs> under the sea. <laughs> Perhaps that's what happened to the submersible. Maybe it did. Oh, dog thinks so. What happened on February the 4th, 1977, and in the weeks and months following, is arguably one of the most remarkable periods in Pembroke's recent history. A series of key incidents during that year led to the area being given the name the Broadhaven Triangle, a term that has remained even decades on from the reported extraterrestrial experiences. Multiple witnesses, inc- it may not be extraterrestrial, might we point out. Multiple witnesses, including farmers and school children, witnessed either a landed craft and an unexplained object in the sky or seven-foot-tall beings in silver suits roaming the Welsh countryside. It has resulted in the year being known as a significant date in the diary for the local people involved in the sightings as well as within the global UFO community. Am I carrying on? Yeah, go on, you do this. On February 5th, a group of school children in Broadhaven ran excitedly into their school and told their teacher that they had seen a silver-suited spaceman coming out of a spaceship. Perhaps not surprisingly, their teacher didn't believe them and carried on with the lesson as normal. On getting out of school, however, they claimed they saw the spaceship again, 
They told friends, parents and everyone they could think of, but no one in the grown-up world would take them seriously. The next day, so miffed were they by the, by this inattention that they handed in a petition to the police <laughs> demanding the incident be uh, investigated properly. All the fuss caused the headmaster to take UFO sight a little more seriously than he had before. He gathered all the children involved in the incident together and asked them to draw what they had seen. The drawings that resulted were highly consistent, showing a saucer-shaped UFO with a dome on top. Can I just hold that there a minute? Yeah. Can you do me a favour? Yeah. Look up um, a South African, South African school UFO. Yeah, we just, we've done just, that story before. It's very similar, isn't it? Yeah, it's exactly the same. Yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because when I'm, I'm reading it, I'm thinking, is it the same or is yeah. it? Yeah, it no, is. it's exactly the same. The children saw it and then they drew the pictures and yeah. then it was all the well, very yeah. similar pictures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Well, it okay, landed right. and I think someone things got out. Yeah, and then the spaceship they, flew they, away. Like, yeah. I think in the in the South African one, I think there's some adults saw it as well, though, didn't they? Yeah, possibly. And did the, the, like the aliens. Or whoever they were, did they not communicate or something with the children sure, as well? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, it's very uh, similar. The, the first sight in heralded, and did I get all the fuss calls the head seats take it seriously? Yeah, they draw what they saw as drawings that resulted to a highly consistent showing a sort of shaped UFO with a dome on top. The first sight in heralded an extraordinary year of unusual happenings in Wales. As it unfolded, vast numbers of people claimed to see UFOs or to have bizarre paranormal experiences of other kinds. Yeah, there's one that sticks in my head, but I couldn't remember who it was, and it's not what we talk about on this. What's the... Uh, um, I, can't, I, I won't... It's not... The, it's not... Let me just carry on, and then I'll... Do you want me to read more? Uh, I'll carry on. Okay. That's the children done. Yeah, Another okay. of the most famous incidents occurred around the Haven Fort Hotel in Little Haven. The owner of the hotel, Mrs. Rose Granville, claimed she had seen an upside-down saucer outside of the hotel window and two faceless humanoid creatures with exceptionally long arms and legs wearing silver boiler suits emerged, emer, sorry, emerged from the UFO and walked around for a bit as if gathering something. Okay, before I go on this, I've read a couple of different accounts and although she, they all say that she saw a UFO and people getting out, the accounts I read described the ufo differently and the people slightly differently like one of the right. accounts said they had didn't say anything about long arms but they said they had like a elongated heads ah. and i don't know there's just some different different accounts, and like where yeah. she saw them like how she saw them one of them like seems like she was at maybe a bit later on in the day and she looked out the window anyway the the, the story is consistent but you you find different <laughs> accounts basically yeah. so i don't know which one is the first original yeah, well, I'm sure there's like an original account, but so many people have wrote, written things about it that I think yeah. maybe they've put their own spin because maybe the original account is they just saw a flying saucer and people get out and then people make up what the people look like or whether she said on different things. I don't know. Flying I'm just, saucer. I like I'm, just putting that, I'm just putting that down there now yeah. that that account, if someone else has looked into this, there might be other accounts of this encounter that don't match the same description. Let's carry on. All right. The amount of heat it emitted made her feel burned on her face, she claimed. It was emitting a rainbow of colours of light and flame. When the monsters emerged from the flames, I was not sure what to make of it, she remarked. She also stated that two inches of the scorched ground were visible. 
Because of the encounter, Mrs. Granville described herself as agitated and disturbed. Mrs. Granville went to fetch other residents of the hotel to show them, but found the UFO and its mysterious occupants had gone by the time she turned. Like in the other account, I think she said it says she went and got her husband, but I don't know. Right, yeah, anyway, basically enough. when she came back, the UFO was gone and the ground was burnt. And another account I have, it's not here because she's, the woman's died now, but her daughter was talking about it and said that for ages after there was where the saucer had landed, there was like a, as if the earth had been pushed up and there was like a ring. Okay. And it should still be out there somewhere, but it's all overgrown. I don't know yeah. if anyone's tried looking for it. Somewhat distressed by the encounter, Mrs. Granville wrote a letter to her MP who promptly asked the Ministry of Defence to investigate. As a result, Mrs. Granville received a, received a visit from an RAF officer who listened to her story and professed himself mystified by it all. Later ah. on, there's like a bit more about who he is, the officer and that. Right. Another sighting of a silver humanoid again in 1977 was in Milford Haven, and this one reportedly hovered in the air for 20... Silver humanoid? Hmm. And this one reportedly hovered in the air for 25 minutes. A man called Cyril John, a local councillor who was getting up early to get the train to London, he noticed a light shining into his bedroom window. When he looked out, he saw a grey egg-shaped object with a bright orange-red light on the top of it, about 60, kilomet- uh, 60 metres away from him. The other object he saw was a seven or eight foot humanoid type figure who was floating in the air like a parachutist about 13 feet away, wore a silver grey boiler suit, and it was motionless before both slowly drifted away. It's like balloons, <laughs> don't they? I don't know, it's yeah. weird, isn't it? That's strange. I have a theory. Uh, oh shit, where have I got? Uh... Is it the next? Is the next bit the most famous? The yeah. most famous UFO encounters of the multitude of reports in the Broadhaven Triangle involved the Coombe family living at a Ripperston farmhouse. <laughs> the story begins on the 14th of January 1977 when Pauline Coombe saw a great ball of incandescent light hanging motionless over the field near the cliff top. It was not unusual to see strange lights in the sky because of the military activity, but this was different. After approximately 20 minutes, the light started to move, swinging from side to side, much like a pendulum. As it got nearer to the ground and disappearing below the cliff, Pauline woke up woke up her husband, who was sleeping in chair at time. He went to the cliff top path to search for whatever the object was. Unfortunately, he found nothing. The following Hold day, on. news... Do you think it's weird? It's like swinging like a pendulum. Yeah, going I, down. I can't... I can't try, I, it's like a, almost like a flare, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, I suppose you could think something on a parachute, like swinging. Would, wouldn't you? Why? If you didn't know, I mean, it could be. I mean, maybe it was. I've been. Do you know? I've heard of this before. This is this without it being this. I've heard of it be, Yeah, that kind of thing before. I've heard it before. Not 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 here, but like in different places. Definitely weird. Oh, yeah, definitely. The following day, newspapers were carrying a story of UFO sightings. Oh, although Billy didn't notice. Didn't really believe that his wife's light was a flying saucer. He did admit that there were some strange things going on. He's quoted as saying there were as many as 50 frogmen below the cliff, unmarked army trucks, soldiers and camouflage. The Navy was there too, building some sort of path beneath the water. This doesn't make sense. Beneath, oh, building a path beneath the water? It's a bit... Yeah. Very strange. Building a path beneath the water. Yeah, weird. Um, it's like a causeway. Clint- yeah, Plinton where were they called... building it to? Doesn't say. No, it doesn't. Clinton, Pauline's eldest son, commented on a strange humming noise coming from outside the bathroom window, which would enter and fill the whole room. On one Friday evening, as Pauline and Billy were watching a movie on television, Pauline was distracted by a flickering light in the window and the whining of their dog Blackie. Mm. 
The light was still there after an hour and Billy, who had fallen asleep, was woken by what he thought was car headlights. He then noticed the shimmering figure of a man at the window. The figure was wearing a silver suit, apparently seven feet tall. He didn't move and it just seemed to be staring inside. Billy commented there was only blackness where the face should have been. It sounded the man at the window was wearing a helmet with a shaded visor, much like Ashbrooks would use. Or, it sounded. Yeah. Or, I'm thinking that's a comment by the person who wrote this, or they just didn't materialise a face. Mm. Yeah, possibly, yeah. A little while later, the figure at the window raised a glove hand to the glass, which started to wrap. What is he doing? Why this thing's at the window? A little while later, the figure scared. at the window Would you go outside? Fucking right, I would. Would you, though? Chuck the dog out, anyway. A little <laughs> while later, the figure at the window... Get out! Go and have a look. Chase the hedgehogs. A little while later, the figure at the window raised a gloved hand to the glass, which started to rattle. At the same time, the lights dimmed and the television stopped working. Billy, it's almost... It's like... The, the, like, imagine this guy, or whatever it is in the suit, is doing some kind of extra-dimensional travelling in the suit. Yeah, and he's just he's like in a he's in a room somewhere, but he's materialized where he is. I don't and think he can't that. move around. But I'll he's get like, into that a bit later. Okay, he's like he's like, you know, he doesn't quite realize what it is, or it's some kind of astral shit. A little while later, the figure at the window. Oh god, he raised off hand. Billy called to the neighbor and the police. When the police siren could be heard approaching the fire, the figure vanished. The following morning, Pauline discovered a scorched rosebush in the flower bed and huge footprints beneath the window. Uh, Although that the um, oh, physical the physical manifestations throw off my idea a little bit, so maybe they are like interdimensional. Oh, I'll say it near the end. Okay. A newspaper reported a sighting involving a jelly mold shaped UFO in a garden near the farm, which was said to be fifteen feet high and fifty feet wide. So when they say jelly mold, I think that's an old. You think an old seventies Tupperware? Yeah, you know the jelly thing. Yeah, yeah. So, it looked like they can just go and grab their photo uh, camera because they didn't have them, no. did they? Not bad, but mostly people just didn't have cameras. Shortly after reading this, and people did have cameras though. Yeah, but did they have film? Would you, a lot of the time you, you brought film, put it in the camera back then when you had sank, you yeah, were going when you, when you were going to a party or something. Or I mean, maybe if things were manifesting, I might, and I might have thought yeah. I'll get some film from my camera just in case. Maybe they didn't have a camera. Yeah, maybe things. not. Oh, probably didn't. It's Wales as well. So, uh, shortly after reading this, it's a bit um, hillbilly-like, isn't it? Like mm. in that area. Really <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I don't. It's I'm West not, Wales. You know, it's not hillbilly. Or maybe yeah, it was. Bit. Shortly after, especially 1977. Shortly after reading this in the newspaper, Pauline's friend Rosa telephoned to say she had seen a dome-shaped UFO in a field near the hotel where she worked. It produced a light, and two tall, human-like figures got out and appeared to be searching for something on the ground. Description of the figures seemed to match the one Pauline and Billy's window. Rosa said the figures returned to the craft after about 20 minutes and it flew off at great speed in the direction of the farm. Sightings of dome-shaped UFOs and figures in silver suits continued and on one occasion, the Coombe's son, Kieran, claimed to see a dark, tall, fluid-like shape in the front room of their farmhouse. Oh, it's materialising their house now. That's a bit more Skinwalker Ranch type thing, isn't it? Yeah, That's definitely, yeah. That whole kind of thing. In May um, 1976... Yeah, sorry, on. go on. What was I going to say at the moment? I think they had a lot of other problems around the farm at the same time, like their telly stopped working and other like farm machinery would just cut out. They had lots of problem, mechanical problems not, and stuff. They had, I know what I know. One thing they haven't talked about yet is the um, 
because it's a farm, isn't it? The, the yeah. guy, the, the the farmer, he went to move his cows. No, no, that's to... on. That's in here. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. all right. Sorry, all right. I could say they haven't talked about it yet. In oh. May 1977, Pauline related to Peter further incident. From a kitchen window, she had seen a landed UFO in a field out towards the coast. It was 400, 500, 500 yards away. He was resting on a tripod for configuration. Just to make the silver craft to be about 14 to 20 feet diameter with an antenna sticking out the top. She reiterated that given her experience with different types of farm vehicles, she couldn't possibly have made a misidentification. A little while after the craft had left and flown out towards the Atlantic, Pauline and her husband inspected the field and discovered a burnt circling mark in the grass. The couple's children also had their own experiences in the field near on the beach. On one occasion, a large silver-suited figure walked past within 12 feet, seemingly unconcerned with their presence. He probably didn't even see them. The other incident involved the sighting of the three UFOs, the lowest of which dropped a metal ladder, which a figure descended in a bright red fluorescent box. With a and a, the figure descended in a and a bright red fluorescent box, like must have came out, come out of the craft. I understand that. After flown off, the Coombs children ran to the field to locate the box without success. The next day, blotchy red patches appeared on the arms and legs of the children who had never suffered from allergies and often played in the long grassy fields that surrounded their farms. So a bit of radiation poisoning there, yeah, lovely. Well, the man got out and a box like dropped down. They thought, oh, we'll go, because obviously the man got yeah. back in his craft. They thought, we'll find the box, but the box wasn't there. It does seem more, does seem sort of interdimensional, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. They're yeah, interfacing it with a different dimension, but not quite. it's not quite syncing up. Like the man walks it's past him because he doesn't. Time travel? Like human time think, travel. I don't know about time travel. Cooler, they, yeah, like, I just think some sort of projection. Like, let's, let's, yeah, like they're, let's, let's, they're out of sync with, if you yeah. walk past people, you don't see them. They're out slightly out of sync, so maybe they don't. Coming through. They're, like, they're, they're using experience and they're coming through, but they're not quite coming through sort of thing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, these incidents also had an effect on the Coombs livestock. The two fields where UFOs had been sighted were now off limits as far as their herd of Frisians were concerned. That's cows, if you don't know. With the anxious bovine refusing to end either field and their milk yield was down 15%. One night, something truly bizarre occurred at the farm. Billy Coombs was attending to a couple of hev heifers in the milking complex where the cattle were housed for the night when he decided to pop back to the house for a quick cup of tea. Around midnight, leaving the shed locked and secure the gates bolted, Billy made his way up to the farmhouse. As soon as he approached the door, he heard the phone ring and he went to answer it. On the other end of the line was an irate neighbouring farmer who was insisting that Billy came down to his farm and retrieve his cows where who were eating his crops. Amazed at accession, Billy informed his neighbours that he'd left the cows all locked and secure in the milking shed less than a minute ago, so there was no way they were his cows. His neighbour was equally insistent, though, so Billy told him to wait while he checked on his herd. When he got there, his utter amazement, all 158 head of cattle, which he'd left contently munching hay, had disappeared. The shed was completely devoid of any signs of life. According to Coombs, there is no way in the time it took for him to walk from the shed to the farmhouse that a whole herd of cows could have negotiated not only a lock gate, but also a walk to a farm a mile away while negotiating hedges and more shut gates. Returning on to the phone... Mm -hmm. A stunned Billy apologised profusely to his neighbour and rallied his sons to help him herd the cattle back to Ripperton, Ripperton Farm. This is so, very, very bizarre. It's like teleport all them cows. Yeah. What reason? I don't know. One of those. Well, because it's, it's dimensional, just, maybe just a side effect. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like, you know, like it's like, um, yeah, the dimensions are switching about and stuff like that. They just, in one dimension, they were in, they, they were already the in time, time as well. Time and timelines like, like that. Maybe yeah. the cows are from your original timeline yeah. and then they move to this one. Yeah, I'd say that that's what's going on, yeah. Because we, we know. You switched the other week. We However, 
A sighting on the 12th of November was perhaps the most bizarre of all. After seeing a UFO in the daytime perform some spectacular manoeuvres, it suddenly plunged into the sea by the famous Stack Rocks. Pauline took her kids with her to investigate this further from the clifftops, and on the rocks below she saw two figures in silver suits who were estimated to be between 8 and 12 feet tall. She noticed a door in the rocks, where one of the figures emerged and they moved around the base of the rock. After the figures returned through the door, it faded away and could no longer be seen. On returning home, Pauline received a call from her friend Rosa. Apparently, she had been looking at the stack rocks with her binoculars and saw a silvery UFO fly into an entrance on the rock. Sometime later, silver-suited figures came out of the opening in the rock and climbed down to the sea and back again several times. After one more sighting on the 19th of December 1977, the UFO activity came to an end at the Riverston Farmhouse. So just uh, just basically a year of UFO activity. What do you think about the the rock thing? It's again uh, a dimensional thing, isn't it? Where it just sort of faded yeah, away. Interesting. It says like a door, but yeah, the door just faded away. It didn't they didn't say it closed or like like fairy doors and stuff like that? You know, like yeah. a fairy dimension. So fairies are well, probably know that they're you know some kind of dimensional time. Some weird shit. Very weird shit. Oh, the Ministry of Defence's official response. There have been several hypotheses put forward to forth to explain the sightings. After being inundated with reports of UFO sightings, Nicholas Edwards, the MP for Pembroke at the time, approached the Ministry of Defence. RAF Broadie Officer Flight Lieutenant Cohen, who visited Mr. Granville's hotel, found no indication of a landing. Of course, he didn't. Or any uh, for any of UFO sightings at his base, standard landing fees would be applied. Ha! Oh, he made a joke of it. Ha ha! We would have to charge them. God damn it! In his report, he acknowledged the possibility that local prankster was at work because all local pranksters have got fucking UFOs and will float eight foot off the off the um whatever was at work. And the description of aliens matched exactly the type of protection suit that would have been supplied in the event of a fire at one of the local oil refineries. According to documents published by the National Archives, officials investigating the Broad Haven site and suspected pranksters after looking into UFO sites across Wales. A practical joker may be to blame for the sightings in the neighbourhood, according to the government agency that investigated them at the time. To be honest with you, it's either practical jokers or it's a weather balloon. Yeah, like practical jokers, they blew up their suits and floated them outside their house and then just floated them away. Yeah, and they and made, also, they made hot, um, doors in rocks. Yeah, easily and made, done. made them just disappear. Yeah, yeah absolutely. UFOs that fly into the sea. Best one is like teleporting cows. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's a great that's, prank. That's fantastic. Maybe, yeah, but I mean, he's a farmer, so he's probably drunk. He's a hillbilly, so he's probably yeah, drunk yeah, as probably, well. Probably. probably. Yeah, he's also a Welsh hillbilly. Yeah, so, you know, sheep and stuff. It was also speculated that skilled, school, school children, school children might have mistaken a sewage tank for a UFO. Fucking hell. Even though many of them were raised on farms or were therefore familiar with the equipment. Oh, look at that. Yeah, look at that. What are you doing? It's recently reported that... Uh, <laughs> what was that? Doing, what accent? I know. I'm, I'm, I'm um, about 12 vodkas in now. It's recently reported that the silver-suited guy was a US military member wearing their standard fireproof outfit and UFOs were new Harrier jets flying overhead. That's a good excuse, it's though, isn't stupid. it? stupid. It is, but fuck So why was the US military bloke tapping on their people's windows? I know, and then like, floating off. Yeah, like getting out of Harriers and measuring the ground and then floating off again. Uh, the unofficial response is just oh, UFO, enthusiasts have, UFOs, UFO enthusiasts have conducted many investigations about the Broadhaven UFO signs. 
Neil Spring, author of The Watchers, a book based on the Broadhaven sightings, claimed to have discovered a secret military investigation. Officials were so concerned about UFO sightings in Broadhaven that they requested a discreet probe from the military police, despite the government's public assertions, sorry, assertions that they, they, they had no records of any anonymous activity in the area. Among the documents discovered by Neil Spring, there was a letter from head of MOD's S4 wing to the Provost of Security Services, the RAF's internal, sorry, internal police force. <laughs> You're having a problem there. Yeah. It's, uh, you manifest an alien in your... Yes, <laughs> for Chief wrote, I have not even told the minister I am consulting you and called for a discreet inquiry. After expressing bewilderment as a number of apparently level-headed witnesses to the strange activity, Nick Pope, famous Nick Pope, who worked on UFO investigating for the MOD, said the bombshell document shows how the MOD UFO project RCRF police Contact to seek investigation into mysterious events while Parliament, the media, and the public were being told something was of no defence significance. Oh, Isn't that exactly what they were disclosure project the other last week we were talking about? Basically, yeah. they're doing investigations and doing stuff without actually telling Basically, ministers yeah. and people in charge. Yeah, it's it's so um, oh, it's very bizarre. I mean, it's not fucking cameras in the way of what I want to look at. But what do um, you think about that New Haven Triangle? I think it's brilliant. I but come. Um, it's even more you towards the extra dimensional hypothesis as opposed to extra extraterrestrial hypothesis. When you understand, like you know what we're looking at more possibly before, it would have been that's a bit a bit of both. No, it's, you know, it's definitely. You know, it also oh. could be like the early stages of Project Bluebeam. Oh, interesting. Because of some of the weirdness and disappearances and just, I don't know, there seems to be like a lack of interaction yeah, between them. Okay. Could it have been some sort of project What about the blotches, the blotches on their kids? Yeah, possibly. But that could Sports be, marks. if they're using, if Blue Beam's some sort of projection. So it could, could, be, be, mix, could it be a mix of craft and um, projections. Yeah. I mean, because some of the craft, like one of them landed in it sort of like a, like a jelly mold or um, what's it? like a bell-shaped type thing. Yeah. And they had like an antenna on top, so that seems like a human technology. Why would aliens put antennas on the top of their... Not aliens, are they? Well, you know what I mean. If they're extra-dimensional, they're, yeah, they're part, they're like human. Yeah, but why but would they like... have an aerial on the top? It seems like something a human would put back in the 70s on the top of their craft. Maybe because aerials work on top of cars and stuff like that. Yeah, cars. Like humans, humans have aerials. But they haven't poked you know, out planes You know what I'm stuff. saying? Ships, they have aerials. Everything has an aerial. No, not everything. Black's got a... I'm, why are you Why are you arguing with me about this? Why can you not see what oh, I'm fuck saying? Me, why am I arguing with you about it? Yeah. So I'm it's an alien. A, the, a, the interdimensional beings are putting aerials on top of their spaceships, despite not spaceships. Any, they're extra dimensional. Extra dimensional spaceships is just a term. You not understand they, exactly what so, I'm saying. You've drunk too much vodka. You shouldn't drink no, anymore. You're being really uh, tankerous. Makes a change, do you really? No, like, why would they not? If, if, like, aerial radio, aerial, because they're um, building extra dimensional craft and they need to put an aerial on the top, can't they put it in the body like they're doing vehicles now? I don't see what, all I'm why saying you're is the, by the aerial. Um, because the technology you said could it be craft as well? I said it Project Bluebeam, and you said could it be craft? And I'm thinking, could is it like a partly human craft? Like human made, like an aerial on top. To yes. Like we, the British or the American military are making craft. 
they just sort of think they'd put an aerial on top for some to reason make it, to make it look because it stand out and it'll be like let's plonk it on there. Is that what maybe you're it, no? Because that's part of the technology we need to do. We couldn't do it any other way apart from having an aerial on. But maybe it, it was a. It doesn't mean that because a technology works here with an aerial on top, it might work somewhere else with an aerial on top. If it's I've ex- never I heard mean, any other alien spacecraft stories, or most of them, they never have aerials on top. Now this is a particular one for this particular time. They were practicing with Project Blue Beamy with human technology, and yeah, maybe possibly, yeah. I just the 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 aerial on top seemed re, seemed to stick out to me, stick up me, good. seemed to stick in me. I think it does. It's a sticking point. That will do that to people on the spectrum. Anyway, I was thinking it's a an early blue beam. You know, like you can see people in rock, walking out of rocks, and they just climb down to the sea. And then they come back up and climb down again. It's like, oh, watch these, watch these pictures. You know, watch these holograms. Uh, it could, I yes. I mean, I didn't even think about that, but that's definitely a possibility. Yeah, I don't know about but the move. The cows be teleporting. We should look up um, UFO stories from 1977 next week to see whether there's parallels. You know, like from in Australia and America, uh, yeah. with the similar kind of thing, whether they were trying it all over to see who would be affected, etc. From well, we, that, we might do that. We might not. Would it be, this, you know, similar sort of technology from, you know? Or could it be a byproduct of trying to do a blue beam or interdimensional? I could, maybe it's a bit of everything going on. Maybe yeah. they're like crossing dimensions because they're trying to use blue beam technology, but it's not quite working and they're... I don't, know. I don't think blue beam's like... It's not like... Um, what? Oh, that ship... Um, Philadelphia, is it that? Is that what Bluebeam is? Part of Philadelphia thing? No, I thought it was just um, drones and tech and yeah, it's what it's projecting, projecting um, holograms, brain, isn't it? Brain, um, yeah, and brain spasms. Yeah, well, uh, one of the, the disclosure videos the man says about the uh, he has an encounter, he has an encounter. Where he wasn't meant to see something, he sees a spaceship, but then he sees another yeah. identical one, and the identical one is like a projection of the projection other one. Of, so it's which was really bizarre. I still yeah. couldn't quite work out what 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 was that about. Was it, so they 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 were using a spaceship to project a spaceship. Yeah. Why? Because they could. Bizarre. Just well, obviously, maybe one of the spaceships meant to be cloaked, and they just or ju- they project that, but it doesn't mean that's the only thing they could project. They just no. project in that. Maybe they could project a dragon or god or. Whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they use the spaceship because it can hover and, you know, to do whatever. Yeah. So maybe this is early technology of the similar sort of thing. You've got a spaceship that is projecting. Maybe some of it was, we know, we don't know. They didn't see it. Perhaps there was cloaked ships out there and they were projecting yeah. people and, you know, interacting. And it was all a part of an experiment to what they could. Which would you know, be a good make place people to see. It's quite rural. So, that, you know. Yeah. It's like the interaction where the 12 foot man walks past and no one, you know, no mm. one. He didn't interact with anyone because he can't because he's a projection. And when no, uh, yeah. when he was at the the window and he just looked like a black, maybe he did have a black mar like thing on. Also, maybe he didn't because they didn't put a face on him. No, it's definitely as a projection. I, or I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought of it, but yeah. Or if it was a projection to people's mind, perhaps they the people weren't projecting a face onto it. Perhaps that's part of the technology that they hadn't quite worked out. Yeah. So that, you know, to make everybody project your god. Everyone's going to see it slightly differently, but they haven't figured. They didn't figure that out in the human brain got at like, the time. Got like the five G, which been into your phones and all that. Yeah, the whole 
it's like a whole five D experience Woo! with your god or whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna see dragons, man. I can't wait. Can't wait. Something. Uh, so I, oh. I don't know. I don't know if they're physical. I think some of it was physical. Some of it was. It's definitely interdimensional. If it's not a Project Bluebeam. I try and just. I'm going to try and remember tomorrow or during the week, which I won't, to investigate 1977 UFO sightings around Maybe the South yeah, Africa one. But we'll have to look. We should look at the South Africa one, maybe. Have we done that before? Uh, what, we I just meant UFOs. we could just 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 okay if re, you want to re re look at it. To, I'm sure some people never caught when we talked about that before UFOs. I know. I like the way um. I'm doing that. I'm not that drunk, to be fair. Where my hand goes, and then the hand yeah. on the camera goes. But the podcast afterwards. that doesn't help, does it? Doesn't help. Sorry, listening. anyway. Right for the blind okay. people. I've got another like a Welsh, another Welsh story. Gone then. Literally from uh, May this year. It's from like May. It's it's from well, it's in Wales. Wales it? uh, Cumbria Mountains, Cambria Mountains, which is close to where I think. Right. Aliens have invaded Wales and are beginning to kill its sheep, according to one of Britain's top UFO hunters. Mutilations in the Cambrian Mountains with multiple carcasses spread several miles apart have previously been blamed on big cats and the presence of the beast of Mont. But Helen Worth, who describes herself as a UFOologist and amateur scientist, has claimed alien life forms responsible for incidents of mutilation close to her home in Silau Aran in Wales. The 41-year-old stressed otherworldly UFO is more likely exclamation of the brutal killings of livestock. She hasn't, I don't know if she's got any proof of this. She <laughs> said, with cattle and sheep mutilations, it's always very precise cut marks or something an animal couldn't do. And there often aren't any footprints up to the animal, so there is no evidence humans are responsible. So maybe it could have come from above. For years, farmers in and around the Cambrian Mountains have feared a large cat is responsible. Rumours of a large feline lurking in the Heridiginian Area emerged as far back as the 1970s. The what? what area? C E R E D I G I O N. I wanted you to say it. Uh, Seridigian <laughs> area emerged as far back as the 1970s. Bet it's far back as 1977. When a series of sheep were found eaten. They're eaten. They don't. There have been numerous cases since including the killing of 12 sheep in 1981 in the village of Bont, given a beast its name and slaughter of 20 in 2012. Okay. Earlier this year, local farmer Jonathan Davies also reported the killing of his sheep to cops. The police, not cops. We don't do cops in the UK. He said two of the sheep were skinned. There was no actual body left, just the skin. It was so tired, it was like someone had been there with a knife and skinned them. It's called skinning. <laughs> Sorry. I've never seen anything like that before. Sorry, that's like... I don't know if it, is this a spoof story? The way he just said it is they were skinned and it looked like they had been skinned. It's like, well, that's the whole point of being skinned, isn't it? Reports of the latest incident is what's prompted Helena to come forward as she claimed a big cat theory is not pl pl plausible, plausible. The UFOologist who had her first UFO experience in December 2008 said, in the US, especially, you get a lot of cat mutilations more than sheep. With these cattle, they are found the next morning by farmers. It has been only one or two in a herd. With these cattle, oh sorry, uh, they are clean cut of inners taken out. No blood is left on the ground, and there are no footprints leading up to cattle. Animals would leave a mess. There are no inners and no blood. There is a theory that many UFOs have that they are being experimented on from above. 
when I saw in the local newspaper about the recent sheep mutilations, saying it was a big cat, I just knew it couldn't be. Ah, oh, fucking hell. A cat would have left a mess, yeah. which is why I and it others believe wouldn't have skinned it. would be blamed. No, they wouldn't have done these sheep mutilations in Wales. Helena claimed that previous sightings of orbs close to the attacks added weight to beyond her theory. She added, this is a bit of a nice story, I know. There's something in Wales called the Sheep Mutilation Corridor. It's an area down Wales where they these have occurred. Okay. We think UFOs are responsible and orbs have been seen above the time and the areas these mutilations have happened, both in Wales and the US. I have recently spoken outwardly until now, but I'm reaching an age where I don't really, oh, I haven't really spoken out outwardly until now. But she's getting old now. now. She doesn't give a fuck what people think anymore. Basically, uh, a recent story of mutilations. What is it? Well, it was. It's not. It's not actually. It's not. Is it? It's like um. You're just speaking out in May. Well, the, the story was in May. Oh, where's my fucking? Sorry, bear with me a minute. But the most recent one that I can see is 2012. So I'm a little bit confused. Oh, is she just is she releasing a book or something? Is it a publicity? Maybe, uh, don't, because she, yeah, it doesn't really make, oh, get off, doesn't make Probably a should have read sense. that story first, shouldn't you? Well, the story makes sense. just the headline. No, I read the story. She talked about it in May, saying, you know, talking about it, but she probably has got a book coming out, some shit like that. But, um, well, there are cattle mutilations in Wales. So because I think in May there was, there was some stories around the world of, is it, I think somewhere in America, there was a, a big load of cattle mutilations. Mm. You know the same sort of thing that's happening, but it was like a spate of them in a couple of weeks. Was it America maybe that's or Australia? Effect, side effect of extra dimensional travel or something like that. It was there was a, a couple of stories in the news anyway of um, cattle mutilations, like new cases of it. My, my um, she was cashing in on that. My uh, I know we talked about this before, but my thing does swing towards us, like humans, experimenting on them to check for mad cow's disease and um, I don't radiation. think so. You don't? Okay, fair enough. Because right. you don't have to take wild cattle and do that. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Also, why would you phone... sneak into a field in the night and do that? To make it look well, because otherwise, yeah, I suppose because you just could just take a cow, couldn't you? Could yeah. just say we're going to we're going to check your cows for no, because you don't want to people scare people like about but, CJD. But, but you would, yeah, and I yeah, suppose you just, just go for the normal channels, yeah. But also. It doesn't make sense having. And their that, I'm eyes sure there's there's um there's probably laws where they can check cattle for stuff. Yeah, they probably they have, have to sneak yeah. in in the night and do it. It doesn't oh, that no. doesn't make any sense. Only just the the smoke and mirrors thing as well. Anyway, anyway, yeah, but <laughs> they might be doing no, it. They might be doing, doing it to cause a thing, but they, they won't be doing it to secretly check if they got diseases. They just take the cows and check them. Oh, fuck you. Hey, fuck you. Fuck you. And your mum. Oh! Ho, ho. She's your mum too. Hey! <laughs> Tell your mum. Cool. Anyway, that's, uh, that's our, that was our Welsh UFO thing. Interesting. It is interesting. Interesting. I still it's, think it's probably a combination interdimensional project bluebeam. I want someone to internet... In, in, what did you call it? Interdimensional... I want someone to interdimensionally project bluebeam me. So I can talk about it. <laughs> Maybe you are now. Might be dimensionally project beamed. Stick of staring at the uh, chemtrails my whole out of Well, it's those chemtrails that are um, hampering Ooh. your ability to open your penal gland. There was a lot today in my penal the gland. Yeah. Gland. 
I uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of trading today, so I'll see what tomorrow brings. Rain. Very warm. Anyway. Rain and um, allergies. I'd say that's our um it's probably coming to a screeching halt with eighty two episode eighty two of the Big Conspire. We've still managed no one can hear that, that's a sad horn. Um yeah, we still we've managed to get through eighty-two episodes, but actually more than eighty-two, probably be about ninety because quite a few of them have been um, scrubbed and stuff like that. Uh, with no guests apart from ourselves, and we've had like two that's other people, true. didn't we? We had, we had two, two, we had like two, three, three, like three, three but that's still, that's still pretty other good. people, yeah. and we can literally talk shit to each other. Yeah, basically for anyway. Thank we, you for listening. We can't do that considering you don't really talk much. Quite like a shy boy. No, I mean, entirely true. You're welcome. You just thank anyway. me for listening. <laughs> well, thank people for listening if they're out there. If you uh, want to contact us about anything, you can uh, send us an email at bigconspire at hotmail.com. Got any ideas for shows you want to do? If you want to, I don't know, any messages? Have we received any emails from anyone? Never. Eight <laughs> two episodes, not a single one. It doesn't matter. Um, we so I, get... think, I think we're probably just shouting into the, the ether. That's cool. But I encourage, I highly encourage um, anyone to go and investigate anything that you hear or listen to, any little story that you get on the, our podcast. Even you don't have to correspond with us, but just go and investigate yourselves just to, you know, get yourself into the and tell people about shit that's going on because it's important because it's, our world isn't. And also tell is. people about our podcast. Well, you, yeah, do that as well and send us money stuff. Um, no, you always, you always it, come out with that. You don't know why I do that. I don't, I don't really. Know. I say you can so, follow us on social media, although we haven't been posting anything on there, have we? Not really. I, I like, sh- I like, I'm on like, I can't TikTok and just share our people's shit videos now, really. We'll do that on, I um, should, and, and Twitter as well. Like, Twitter. I, do I? Big Conspire, yeah. search on Twitter. Where else are we on? Oh, you can watch the videos on um, Odyssey and Bitchy. I just updated all the latest, lastest videos. Latest, lastest? That's not a word. You did, did you because they were all popping up on my wife's TikTok or something like that, or the Conspire it? stuff, yeah. Yeah, and I was just... repost yeah. them. Oh, well, I posted the old ones. <laughs> I had like five to update from before. Ah, uh, yeah. well, it was quite, it was like a whole year. It was like a year, 2022 was one that come up. And it was like me talking about dreams. And I was like saying that my dreams would start to become really vivid because I'd start meditating before I go to bed. And it reminded me that like, I need to start meditating before I go to bed. There you go. And I can get some more dreams and stuff like that. But yeah. That was so. that was because you cl- cleared your psychic clutter. Yeah. It was putting it out to you. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for a, a site bit of a psychic assault on the astral world to Good. create the world that I want. That you deserve. Yeah, no, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do, no, don't, don't do that. Don't do the one you deserve. deserve. Yeah. Anyway, you can. Uh, I'm sure there's other shit. I'll put it in the show notes. And um, we'll be back hopefully next week, unless Richard decides he's got to go on holiday again. Sometimes, sometimes you don't come on either, and you That's can't true. do it because of so. Very rarely, though. And we'll catch you next week. Yeah, bye.